Hello, I'm Deal Hudson, and I'm delighted to be here in the studio today at AM 1160 Quest Atlanta's Catholic Radio. I am actually a former Atlantan. I became a Catholic here in Atlanta uh, in 1984. Uh, I've lived elsewhere for a number of years in New York City and in Washington, but I'm moving back to Atlanta in just a few weeks. So I'm delighted to be in this studio, helping along with my friend Claire Smith, who is a longtime Atlanta native and is a parishioner at St. Stephen's Catholic Church. Her son, Jake, goes to St. John Newman. And uh, I'm a good friend of the Smith family and a good friend of many of you in Atlanta that I hope are listening. I have many old and close friends here in Atlanta Uh, But Claire and I today are focusing on fundraising. Fundraising is always uh, a difficult topic in a certain sense. But I always believed, and I had to fundraise for a number of years for a Catholic magazine called Crisis. And when I got Crisis, I had never fundraised for anything except perhaps for my my golf game. But uh, what is essential in fundraising is having a product, a mission, an apostolate to offer those who want to be supporters, those who want to invest in the mission of that apostolate. And I know, I've known Quest for a number of years since I visit Atlanta uh, often, and I'm on Catholic Radio myself on the Ave Maria radio network on a, a uh, Church and Culture is the name of my show. I've been on there for five years. So I want to say that you really should seriously consider donating to this apostolate because, after all, where else are you going to hear the truth about God, truth about human existence, God's creation, and the truth about life, about men and women, about marriage, and the protection of innocent life? So as uh, we talk, Claire and I, we're going to be giving you the following phone number to call, 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160. And Claire and I have decided that uh, we think it's a good idea to address a very pertinent issue, a very important issue in our church and in our culture, in our nation, and that is the cancel culture movement. Now, for those of you who may not know about that or really have heard the term but don't know what it means, it's very simple. The There is a whole group of people out there, especially in the mainstream media, who want to cancel the understanding of what American history is, to cancel the te- many of the teachings of the Catholic Church and of Christians everywhere who want to cancel and remove voices from media and even from books. Amazon is removing books that contradict their uh, so-called value system that they call hate speech. I'll give you a quick example before I hand this over to Claire. There was a recent uh, decision of Amazon to cancel a book that had been on Amazon for two years by Ryan Anderson a book criticizing the transvestite program, and Amazon suddenly pulled it off uh, its website. And this is an example, a concrete example of the cancel culture mentality. You know, silence the voices of anyone critical of their point of view about sexuality, about America, uh, and about uh, history in general. So Claire, who been a very active Catholic all her life, and especially active uh, for many years at St. Stephen's Catholic Church with her son Jake and her husband Steve. Uh, Is cancel culture something you run into much that you've experienced? How how concerned are you about it, Claire? Hey, Claire and Deal, before we get too far, um, I just want to give an update. 
So our goal for this hour is to get 20 donors. So everybody listening right now, you're about to hear some great stuff about um, cancel culture and how we deal with it from Claire and Deal. Um, but go on and call in. Let's support them. And we have a generous donor this hour who's going to match up to $1,200 for our hour. So we've got a $1,200 match. And we know that we can't do this on our own. We entrust everything here to our loving God and his blessed mother. So why don't we begin, before we get too far, let's go on and jump in with a Hail Mary. Um, so why don't we all pray it together in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, let's hear what Claire has to tell us. And while she's talking, guys, go on and call in. And the number again is 470-508-1160, or go to thequestatlanta.com. Hey. So you ask about cancel culture in in my world. I don't see cancel culture in, in my world. Uh, we live in a, we live in a small church community, um, but we're seeing it. I'm seeing it uh, being just pushed in the media, all over social media, all over our schools, all over everywhere. And we don't live like that. You know, our school celebrated uh, Dr. Seuss Day and, uh, we have many, many friends, and uh, we interact, and our church is the most diverse church and school I've ever seen. But I see it everywhere, and um, I, I'm afraid for my child. I know people are afraid to stand up. They're afraid to lose their jobs. I'm afraid of their children being ostracized. Um, and I think we need some practical ways, <clears throat> practical ways where we can get behind our leaders and practical ways that we can we can safely stand up, stand up against the cancel culture. And that's what we're looking to you for. Well said, Claire. Uh, and with the passion of a mother who's raising a, a, a son who is in seventh grade and will be going on to eight, I really think that you've expressed the heart of many parents who may be listening to this broadcast and, and grandparents the cancel culture movement has actually taken a, an official educational form, a curriculum created by the New York Times called the 1619 Curriculum. It's teaching over f- uh, four to 5,000 classrooms that the American Revolution was fought to protect slavery that Washington and Lincoln were racists and that the entire America, American founding was done in a way to deliberately protect slavery forever in this country. That's just historically wrong. It's been, this pro- program has been deeply uh, critiqued and completely annihilated, as it were, by uh, the most prominent historians in the country. But this is an example of how council, cancel culture has hit schools. Now, let me give you that number again so you can call and support this wonderful radio uh, station as part of the American Catholic Radio Network. That number is 470-508-1160. Let me give that to you again. That's 470 470- 508-1160. You know, whatever you're doing, you could uh, give us a call and make a pledge. Uh, we'd be delighted to get it. We'd like to hear the phone rings around here. I, I don't want to just hear the sound of my own voice. It's not that interesting. But, uh, Clara, say something that'll make the phone rings. Yeah, come on. You can do it. Give us, give us again the urgency of supporting Catholic Radio at this moment. In history. I took a tour, well, I don't know about in history, but I took a tour of this lovely, small, um, and it's a meager place because they they put money where it needs to go. Um, So many uh, volunteers here, and um, this is a local Catholic network, 
where you can find out what's going on in every Catholic community, all the parishes, uh, all the churches in the diocese and beyond. And um, it's worthy. It's it's worthy. It's um, it's especially worthy in the, at this moment in time when there is this this shift in the country away. There's this cr- kind of media critique of Christianity itself, labeling Christian speech and Christian beliefs as hateful. Yes, I mean there is going to be an, an a whole tsunami of hate speech legislation aimed at silencing pastors, priests, yes. and lay people. And to give you another specific example of what this 1619 project is saying is that America is systemically racist and that whites are all, white people, are all racist. And what I would say to one of those persons arguing that position is, if America is so racist, why would it have fought a four-year civil war that killed millions of men and women to, in order to end slavery, slavery, to eradicate it from this nation, if our country was so racist, why was there a civil war? What do you think, Claire? Well, well while you're thinking, let me get the phone number. 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. And by the way, I should add, that the Catholic Church in America has had a very significant part of shaping this nation, especially intolerance, because the influx of Catholics into this country, which wasn't so welcome at the very beginning, uh, which started through Maryland, which was the first colony declared open to Catholic uh, immigrants, But the influx of Catholic immigrants from Ireland, from Poland, from Czechoslovakia, from Italy, from all over the world, uh, taught this country to be tolerant not only of different ethnic groups, but of different faiths. And so the Catholic Church itself has deep roots in this country and has been part of its search for greater justice and greater tolerance all along. And I'm going to jump in here, deal real quick. And that's exactly why we are here to support our Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160 The Quest. Um, just a couple things. Um, we want to thank Chick-fil-A, the Chick-fil-A at the Roswell location, for providing us with a delicious breakfast this morning. Um, and actually, you know, we're about 16 minutes into the hour, and we've gotten a couple donations. So let me tell you who we've got so far. Thank you to Amy E. from Dunwoody. Kathy C., who donated in honor of Proclaim My Word, and Betty Ann A. from Johns Creek. Thank you all so much. Remember, our goal for this hour is to get 20 donors. We've got plenty plenty time here to get to that goal, so let's call in the number again. Claire, can you tell us our number again? 470-508-1160. Exactly, and we have, remember, we've got a generous donor who will match up to $1,200 for this hour. So guys, please light up our phone lines. Every dollar you donate will go doubly towards the power of this Atlanta Catholic Radio, and we'll be able to bring you more great shows, more local content, and we're really looking forward to hearing your calls. Remember, if you want to call in, just ask for a prayer. We have people in the chapel right now praying in front of the Blessed Sacrament, and they will take your prayers to our Lord. That's so, wonderful. Yeah, thank That's you. That's wonderful. And, and you. you know, it's 9.15 Atlanta. You've already had your morning cup of coffee, maybe even your second and so you've got plenty of time to uh, set down whatever you're doing. Pick up the phone and call 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, and support this Catholic voice in the broad Atlanta community. Uh, Atlanta needs it just as our nation uh, has benefited so much from Catholic Radio, EWTN, Ave Maria, all the Catholic media platforms in the United States. Uh, please call us again at 470-508-1160. I think the way that it's framed, 
the racism issue. Of course, we know that that blacks were marginalized and, and slavery or indentured servitude in almost every civilization. Uh, but it's framed as an unforgivable. We're, we'll, we're constantly and forever the oppressor and the oppressed. So there's no way out of that. There, there's no way out of that. Right? Well, you know, the, uh, the virtues that the founders thought were necessary to maintaining a democracy, a rule of the people, were the basic virtues of justice, of courage, of hope. You know, the great virtue of hope is that the good lies in the future, and the good that lies in the future is greater justice for our nation, you know, greater courage of its uh, to promote its basic fundamental principles, and that's of personal liberty. And one of the central liberties uh, that the founders and the framers included was the freedom of religion, because all, all of these immigrants that came to inhabit the colonies came from countries where there was an established church. You know, in, the, in England, you had to be a member of the Church of England. And this was true in many countries. In, in the United States, there was no official religion in the United States. This is one of the reasons that America was thought to be a great experiment in world history. And, but it's an experiment that has worked for one reason is that we fought a, fought a civil war about this, this central sin that was present in the American founding, and that was their decision not to abolish slavery uh, during either during the uh, writing of the Declaration or the publishing of the Constitution in 1787. That was the, th the thorn in the rose of the American founding. But less than 100 years later, this country would fight a civil war. Men and women would die in order to eliminate that thorn, to redeem that central sin. And I think this is something people uh, should, should affirm about their own history. In the meantime, call 470-508-1160. Donate to Quest. Donate to this worthy apostolate, this voice for the Catholic Church in Greater Atlanta. That's 470-508-1160. Yeah, hey, Deal, that's great. And you're actually, I'm listening to everything you say, and this is such great content that I want to share a clip from one of our Quest Atlanta shows. And just listening to what you say, I think I'd like to pr play this one about hope, because you're right, there's a lot going on right now, and we definitely... Need some hope. So this is um, a clip about hope from Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo, which you can hear every weekday morning at 8 a.m. So let's listen to this, this clip real quick from Father John Ricardo. Benedict goes so far in his encyclical to say that anyone who does not know God ultimately has no hope. That's a strong statement. Anyone who does not know God ultimately has no hope. The Catechism defines hope as uh, the theological virtue by which we desire the kingdom of heaven and eternal life as our happiness, placing our trust in God's promises and not relying on our own strength, but on the help of the grace of the Holy Spirit. The virtue of hope, Catechism says, corresponds to the aspiration to happiness, which God has placed in the heart of every man. We're going to unpack this a little bit as we go through some of what Benedict says. See if this is you and me. It keeps us from discouragement. It sustains us in times of abandonment. It opens up our heart in expectation of eternal beatitude. It is a weapon that protects us in the struggle of salvation. It affords us joy even under trial. It is the confident expectation of divine blessing and the beatific vision of God. There's a huge series of books that I have on my bookshelf, which I pick off when I'm bored, called the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament. It's just picking apart all the words that we find in the New Testament in Greek. 
This little gem of a series further adds these meanings. The Greek word carries with it the sense of expectation with the nuance of counting upon. I am relying on something here. I'm not crossing my fingers and hoping my son gets back from Baghdad. I am relying on something. Fixed on God, hope embraces three elements. First, an expectation of the future. An expectation of the future. Not a wishful thought about the future. Second, trust. And third, and this is, for some of us, this might be the most difficult part, I'm not sure. The patience of waiting. Furthermore, with hope, there is a certainty of trust in a divinely given future. It rests ultimately on the divine acts which God has done for us in Jesus. And together with faith, it makes up the essence of the Christian life and with love. But hope and faith, in a real way, constitute our existence now. Remember, faith, hope, and love, these three are the greatest, but in the end, only love, right? You don't need faith in heaven. don't need hope in heaven. Only love. The greatest of these is love. But for here and now, in our day-to-day existence, faith and hope are of the utmost significance. Those who don't have faith and hope going back to the Pope's comment, really have no reason to trust that anything good is coming, let alone something overwhelmingly good is coming. Uh, You know, we see this in things like our own economy in the state or in the situation in politics oftentimes where we have to be optimistic, like things are going to get better. We're moving forward. And if you dare say anything against that, somehow you're, you're speaking bad about what might happen. Well, the response to we're moving forward is... Can you point me in any direction that would tell me why I should have a reason to trust that? Like, what are the reasons that we should confidently think we're moving forward? And maybe there are some. Great. What are they? As opposed to, we just got to think positive. Thinking positive won't do anything. I remember saying that to uh, a woman I used to work with who had a son in Iraq. And I know what we mean when we say things like that, but we get careless. And as Christians, we have an obligation to show forth the virtue of hope to others and to say, you know what, I'm just thinking positively about him coming back. And then we're pretty well. I just said, what would that do? How about praying instead? Thinking positively somehow conjures up the image that I can control reality. We see this in all sorts of little New Age books and DVDs and tapes that you want to listen to out there. If you just think strongly enough about something, you're going to get it. Just kind of generate some positive energy. Stop generating negative energy. Start generating positive energy. Baloney! That won't do anything. Praying will do a lot. Try thinking positively before your, you know, organic chemistry test as a junior in high school or in college. Go into your exam, thinking positively, and you sit there... Oh, no, I'm not thinking positively anymore. That won't do anything. Well, you know, we see it so clearly in something like that. We'll apply it to the rest of life. Well, Father, John Ricardo got me all charged up. And I I agree with him that hope is the answer, not some kind of artificial self-building up. Uh, hope means there is concrete goodness, redemption, progress lying in the future. And while uh, I was listening to Father John, Clear Smith whispered to me, who's sitting here with me, get more practical, say more practical things. And yes, he's right. So let me suggest a few practical things that uh, need to be done in the context of this cancel culture first pay close attention to what your children are being taught in school check out their books uh check out the information that they're being given to memorize uh be aware that there is this movement uh in educational curriculums especially for the young to tell them that american cult american as a nation is a failure that it's racist that it was founded in order to defend racism, that the American Revolution was to protect slavery. This is all a lie. And all of us together have to challenge this lie wherever we meet it. We have to have the courage. That gives us hope. There, The hope is strengthened when people like you and me support our clergy, support our priests, support our parishes and our, our Holy Father. 
that's where that's where hope really gains its traction and so be aware that this is out there protect your children protect your grandchildren heck protect the grown-ups from getting sucked into it because it can happen yeah deal that is great advice and we're going to go to a quick break while we've got our about three minute break let's remember our phone number 470-508-1160 or hey if you're listening online why don't you just type in thequestatlanta.com and click the donate button we will be right back this is grace from saint bridget catholic church in johns creek georgia you're listening to atlanta's newest catholic radio station am 1160 the quest Hey everyone, I'm Father Paul Porter from St. Peter Chanel. Join me and Father Michael Bremer from St. Bridget here on AM 1160 The Quest next week for The Quest Spring Pledge Drive. We'll be on at 11 a.m. on Tuesday, March 16th. Join us as we share our vocation stories and hear how Father Michael Bremer went from rodeo clown to priest. Make sure you call in during our hour to support us live at The Quest. A reading from Psalm 66, verses 5 through 7. Come and see the works of God, awesome in the deeds done for us. He changed the sea to dry land. Through the river they passed on foot. Therefore let us rejoice in him who rules by might forever, whose eyes are fixed upon the nations. Let no rebel rise to challenge. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. I think that we are so blessed as Catholics to have Mama Mary, okay? When my kids are little, they call her Mama M, and then eventually she becomes a Mama Mary. We are so blessed with Blessed Virgin Mary, whatever name you want to call her. Um, she's amazing. She's a mom. She gets it, right? She totally gets it, and she desires us to know and encounter her son. So when you have had a hard day and you felt like you have failed today as a mom, um, ask for her help. When you don't know what to do for your child, I turn to her, and I'm like, okay, Mary, I don't know what my son needs right now, but you do. So you please fill in the gaps, fill in the pieces where, where I'm messing up here and you just be with them. You help him, you help her, encourage them and lead them to your son. Let them know him, love him and serve him. And I think that we get to take advantage of that, which is really cool. Um, I am nowhere near as good of a mom as her, but I try and by her grace, she will teach me how to be a good mom too. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Pregnancy Aid Clinic, a Catholic Pregnancy Resource Center, serves women in Metro Atlanta with free medical services, parenting classes, baby supplies, and more, providing options and tools families need to choose life. For information or to help a family in need, visit PregnancyAidClinic.com. Please join us in a prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Right. Welcome back, everybody, to the second hour of AM 1160, The Quest's Pledge Drive, Seek His Kingdom. And we are here in studio with Deal Hudson and Claire Smith. This is Rachel, your production associate, speaking. Um, I just wanted to start us off with a quick update about our donors. Um, but before we do, those of you who haven't heard your name called on air yet, I know you want to hear your name. First and last initial, we will announce you, tell your um, the parish or city that you're from when you give your generous donation to support Atlanta Catholic Radio. So again, that number is 470-508-1160 or go online to thequestatlanta.com. So let me just read you who we have this hour, uh, what donors. So let's see. First, we've got Amy E. in Dunwoody. Kathy C., in honor of Proclaim My Word, Betty Ann A. in Johns Creek, Ben G. in Peachtree City, and Carol T. from Atlanta. Thank you so much to our donors. That looks like, all right, 
five donors this hour. We're about halfway through and we need 20. 15 more, guys. We know you can do this. We've got plenty of phone lines. We've got people waiting to take your call, talk with you, pray with you. But so go on and call in. That number again is 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com. All right. So before we dive back into our topic, um, we just got a special prayer request that we're going to pray on air. Um, our one of our amazing, you know, our station founder here, Carol Tearsmith, um, has a daughter who's about to get married, and her daughter's name is Claire. Since we have a Claire in studio with us, um, Claire Smith over here is going to say a quick prayer, if she's willing, for Carol's daughter's wedding and for a happy marriage centered on Christ. So, Claire, would you lead us in that prayer, please, to start off the second half? A most gracious Heavenly Father, creator of heaven and earth, Thank you for the gift of marriage, for all the joy and love that it brings us. We thank you for Claire and her fiance. We thank you for bringing them together and hope, hope you make their special day perfect and that you hold them safely in your hands. We pray that you would rich, richly bless them as they exchange their vows and their wedding rings. And from this day forward, they would walk hand in hand into everything that you have destined them to be. We give our hearts and beings to you now in adoration and welcome your Holy Spirit among us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Man, thank you so much, Claire. That was beautiful. And for all of those of you listening, let's just repeat again our phone number and call in. Actually, Deal, why don't you tell us how we can donate today? Well, you can donate by calling 470-508-1160. That's 4 Seven O, for you dialing, five zero eight, eleven sixty. I want to tell you I've never been to uh, the Quest headquarters here in Roswell, Georgia, but I want to tell you everybody I meet here is kind, generous, smiling, happy to be doing their job, especially Rachel, and it's just a I'm not saying you should all come at once but it's a wonderful place to visit the spirit of the lord is here uh this is a a happy place they're doing a mission they care about a mission they love a mission they believe in and again the airwaves and the tv waves are filled with a lot of lies a lot of distortions a lot of hate you're not going to get any of that from this radio station and you're not what you're going to get is a message of acceptance of sinners all sinners you're going to get a message of compassion for all the struggles we go through i mean people struggle every day we know people that have really huge challenges physically spiritually in their relationships uh in life in their employment uh we must pray for each other. We must g help give each other the courage to stand up for our beliefs, but also stand up to receive the promises of God, the promises that have been made, uh, the infusion of grace that comes through the sacraments. You know, let us really be a Catholic community that cares about each other. I'm so glad to be moving back to Atlanta where I became a Catholic under the tutelage of Monsignor Richard Lopez is a man I love deeply. I know is loved deeply by all of you yes. here in Atlanta that know him. And so many Catholics here helped me to become a Catholic, shaped my life, uh, helped me in my struggles, taught me the, the truth, straightened me out. And I'm so glad to be here. I, there are many names I could, I could name. You know who you are, and I love you, and I thank you for what you did for me. And if you... You know, want to show your thanks for all that uh, Quest is doing. You can call 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160. I'm so glad that, that Claire pray, prayed that prayer because I think it's a prayer that applies to all marriages, all upcoming marriages, because it's tough in this culture to have a Christian marriage. Yeah. It's tough to raise kids in the faith yes. uh, because 
there are so many negative messages and vibrations and negative faces. I mean, let's face it. What they're what the cancel culture crowd is trying to do is they're trying to put fear on us. Yes. They're trying to make us afraid, afraid to speak up for ourselves, afraid to defend it's ourselves. It's legit many times. People can lose their jobs. They have to they have children to feed. And people can be excluded from communities they care about. And their children. Yeah. And people, you know, but they're going to be martyrs to the cause, Claire. You know, there's going to be people who stand up and take and take the hard knocks. We've, you know, we've already seen that. So we that. need to get behind them, but everybody, everybody can't, everybody can't do right. what they might, maybe they want to in their heart. They can't. It's not practical. They have three children to feed. They need to conquer the fear inside. You have to protect your soul from what's being forced upon you, you know, where you work, where you go to school, or your neighborhood. And so you have to find the serenity of soul to affirm your beliefs in the face of those who would try to drive you with fear away from your faith. Yes. Yeah, Deal, you're exactly right. And there's there's so much opposition in this world right now, right? Which is why we need our Atlanta Catholic Radio to be that light in the darkness. And you know, you guys listening to the radio or or you know, even your friends who you're going to pull in along the way, um you might feel like you're not really a part of the radio. You're not really that light on the hill, but let me tell you you can be. You can make a donation to the Quest Atlanta. Remember, we go to the questatlanta.com and click that donate button or you can call in right now 470 470- 508-1160 and your support it pays out tenfold you know if you guys are listening you know you love it and you know you've seen the effects you're not just listening because you're like clicking around stations that might be how you found it but you are listening because you know what a big difference this station can make in our lives especially right now in cancel culture right so everybody out there who's um thinking about uh who who is faced with this opposition um please Call in, call in and support keep, your Catholic radio. Keep trying to call. I've got some texts from people trying to call to donate and can't. Well, if you're having trouble calling, just keep calling 470-508-1160. And I want to share with you that the first person to reject or, or to question my becoming a Catholic in 1984 was my mother. <laughs> because she brought me up Presbyterian. I became a Southern Baptist when I was at the University of Texas in college, president of the Baptist Student Union. And then 19, at, at the age of 34, I became Catholic, and I called my mother, and she said, what, are you going to become a Hare Krishna next? <laughs> so and you said, sorry, you said I that. I said, Mom, no, I'm here to stay. And, of course, my mother, who I love, is still, still with us and very, very healthy down in Houston, They've come to appreciate the fact that I'm Catholic. They think I'm better for it. And coming from your mother and your sister, <laughs> that's high praise, as we all know. Yeah, and you mentioned that Monsignor Lopez was a part of your conversion, right? He and I met for lunch for a long time. I was teaching at Mercer University Atlanta, teaching philosophy and religion and literature. Got a lot of students out there who were my students here in the metro area. And many of whom became Catholic, by the way, after I did. Oh, wow. Uh, not a lot, but some. And uh, I, I had all the, the Baptist preacher boys in my class. In one class, they all put chairs in front of them with open Bibles because I was teaching Thomas Aquinas and wanted to challenge what I was saying. But they all ended up pre- appreciating both Thomas Aquinas and the Catholic tradition. So I want to I wanna make a shout out to our, um, we'll call them our Deal converts, all of those who converted um, from Deal's example and all your, your, um, your friends there and ask all of the friends of Deal who've converted to the Catholic Church, call in 470-508-1160. If you love Monsignor Lopez, call in right. 470-508-1160. Or we're going we're gonna to say your name on the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do have a... Bernie Bull from Savannah says his mom said, where did we fail you <laughs> with this conversion? Oh. Hey, well, and that's great. Actually, I just um, just got a message. I'm guessing this is the same Bernie that yeah. just called in to support Claire and Deal. Adoption attorney in Savannah, Georgia. Very faithful Catholic. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. yeah, I have. You know, I'm just so glad to come home. 
uh, to Atlanta, my spiritual home. Uh, and, you know, Monsignor Lopez, I dedicated my last book to him, 365 Days of Catholic Wisdom, published by Tan uh, last fall. And it's a compendium of writing about the faith, you know, one for each day of the year. And I'm very pleased it had a ribbon. I I had my first book published with a ribbon in it, which really pleased me. And I gave it, Father Lopez was very happy uh, and, of course, humbled, as he is about everything. But our number here is 470-508-1160, But, you know... There are a lot of great priests in this city. I knew a lot of them back when I was here, uh, both as a graduate student at Emory and teaching at Mercer. And uh, I look forward to reconnecting with as many of those who are still around. Uh, and there's many are still around. Uh, I know there are a lot of wonderful priests here now. I've heard from Claire Smith uh, about the, the many priests she knows uh, that she admires, admires greatly. And she tells me there are just some wonderful Catholic communities here. And we have to back them up. When when they speak out against the culture, I mean, they're being attacked by Satan. Um, you know, wherever God is uh, most, that's where Satan will try and attack. And we have to back them up when they speak out, when they, when they talk about contraception, when they talk about abortion. Uh, you know, these are things that too many of us have gone incredibly comfortable with not hearing from the AMBO, not hearing from the pulpit during a homily. And there's no surprise then that it's, you know, Catholics are contracepting at a rate of maybe non-Christians. Um, and so we need to back them up and we can back them up and still remain safe. Uh you know, it's, uh, it's just a fact that when you look at Catholic moral teaching, the broad outline, there are some things that you can defend publicly where really nobody's going to challenge you because the culture in general embraces, has come to embrace those teachings. There are the teachings that Claire just mentioned, which are not so so popular, and people naturally do not want to cause conflict with what they say or do. They don't want to bring up subjects at the dinner table, right, that are going to cause... They've usually got a family member, you know, somebody who is uh, living with somebody or maybe somebody who is, you know, identifies as gay. And so they love them. They don't want to ostracize them, and they don't want them to think they don't love them, and nor should they think. Well, there's they a don't time and them. place to have these That's conversations. Right. That's right. That's the thing. You're right, and I, I'm the last person to say, "Hey, every time you meet somebody who thinks this, you got to set them straight." In fact, one of the moments that, that caused me to become Catholic was when I was at Princeton Theological Seminary, and I I went to see an old friend who was a Southern Baptist who told me that if I was going to, I was about to have dinner with a guy who was gay and a great classical music fan and someone I corresponded with. And he says, well, you're going to tell him about Jesus, right? You're going to witness to him the moment you... I said, We're going to talk about classical music and take it from there. And I realized at that, you know, at that moment that this kind of pushiness in both witnessing and in evangelization... You didn't need to do that. The church converts people. No, no person or individual or enthusiastic or the church converts. It converts with its truth, its beauty, and its goodness, which it has in an overflowing abundance. You don't have to force it down people's throats at all. Yeah. So let me give that phone number again: four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. That's four seven zero five. 08, 1160, and remember, in supporting Catholic Radio, you're, su you're supporting a Orthodox Catholic voice, a voice of encouragement and hope. A, a uh, oh my, oh my Lord, it is Father, I mean, excuse me, Monsignor Richard Lopez's birthday Happy today. birthday! We just found out, we just <laughs> got the message, Rachel. Isn't that, isn't that just... Oh, let's, yeah, let's ring the bell for Father Monsignor. 
Happy birthday, Monsignor Lopez. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> yay, yay. Happy birthday, Monsignor Lopez. So call in, call in some bucks for him. Let's do that. Let's, let's give him a birthday present. Exactly. And you know, knowing him, uh, I know that he would like nothing better than uh, in lieu of flowers, as it were, <laughs> you would send Quest... You know a few dollars absolutely and uh that would make him very happy and of course he's also the humblest man i know in, in yes. a true sense so happy birthday my friend yeah all right so how about we take a second to get an update on our donors and yeah go on and call in 470-508-1160 while i'm reading off this list of donors hey call real quick and we can add your name to this list by the time I or get to you the can end of stay it. anonymous oh yes you can stay anonymous but we will still very much appreciate but if you promise you were calling in and you don't we're going to read those out shortly <laughs> oh no all right kidding. you better call quick kidding. all right so who do we have this hour so far we've got Amy E. from Dunwoody, Kathy C., in honor of Proclaim My Word, Betty Ann A. from Johns Creek, Ben G. from Peachtree City, Carol T. from Atlanta, Robin L. from Marietta. Oh, look at this. We've got Vicki D., a monthly donor. Hey, you know what? We ring our bells when we get a monthly donor. Let's ring it. All right, thank you so much, Vicky, for your monthly donation. That's our first monthly donor of the day. Let's ring it again. Oh, yay. All right, thank you, Vicky, for your support of the quest. We really appreciate that. And then we also have, oh, look at this. We've got a donation from, it looks like, Bernie B. from Savannah. Thank you for calling all the way from Savannah. All right, those are our donors, but you can keep calling 470-508-1160. Well, you Savannah people have the great legacy of Flannery O'Connor, you know, one of the greatest uh, Catholic writers ever, not just in America, but in, in, his, in the history of literature. As you know, she was raised there in that house next, you know, on the same square across from the cathedral there in the middle of Savannah. And of course, Flannery herself has, a deep, has made a deep imprint, imprint on uh, the Atlanta area because she lived not far from here in Milledgeville. Hey, she just got canceled. <laughs> and nobody's going to cancel Flannery. I can Not tell you that me. right now. Uh, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall yeah, make you. She odd. just shines too brightly, and I I think that that's a you know a, a small example of the church in general. The church will not be canceled. It's uncancelable. That's right. You know there will be some people back you know back away at the at the edges at the fringes, and you know none of us is perfect. By far, you know none of us is even close. We all have our moments where we waver in our faith. We don't do what we should. We don't say what we should. But uh, I'm being told to remind everyone that the uh, cathedral church in Savannah is now a basilica. Pardon me. Well, it's a basilica there within, you know, 100 yards of the home where Flannery O'Connor grew up in Savannah and was as part of an Irish Catholic family, was deeply shaped by her Catholic faith. And really, when you you know when her letters were published by Sally Fitzgerald some years ago, we were, we found out that she was more than a writer. She was a, an apologist. She was a spiritual writer. She was prophetic. I mean, she was. Uh, she had the she wore, as Saint Paul would put it, the mind of Christ. Yes. And I just want to jump in real quick because I just got a message of our running total for this hour. Remember, we have a $1,200 match this hour. We've got a couple minutes left. Right now, we are at $1,045, well, $1,045, all right? We are almost to our match. Can we get a couple more donors to get us to the $1,200 match? I'm going to have to start naming names here. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, look what we got. We got... Monsignor Lopez's birthday, right? That's right. We got people calling in from far away of Savannah. Uh, come on, you Atlanta Catholics. And even if you're non-Catholic and you're listening, come on and call in. We need only a couple of more hundred dollars to meet our goal for this hour. And having driven down here all the way from uh, Washington, D.C., you know, 
throw a little pity on me too. So please uh, call in at 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, and make your pledge to this great 1160 AM Quest Atlanta Catholic Radio. Rachel. Yes. You want to hear more? All right. So we actually just got an anonymous donor who got us the rest of the way to our matching goal. Let's let's ring the bell again in Thanksgiving. We to have to op- keep going, though. We, we don't want to stop there. Right? We don't want to stop. Yeah, exactly. So we are at our match. But you know what? We still need more calls this hour. We wanted to get to 20 calls. Um, I don't have a count of how many we have at the moment. But I think that we've, we've got a couple more to get to 20. And we've got about two minutes remaining before we go I, to break. I want so to tell a quick in. story. Yeah, uh, I came into the church uh, at the Hawthorne Sisters' home uh, down by the old Atlanta the old Stadium. cancer home. And at the, I, father, then Father Lopez, now Monsignor, uh, bapt, baptized me there and confirmed me there, which of course meant a lot to me because I, you know, my reading of Flannery O'Connor was one of the reasons that I was uh, attracted and pulled and compelled coming to the church. Uh, and I have such a, a wonderful memory of that moment with Father Lopez. Uh, you know, there are certain moments in time like that that, are so remain so vivid to our memory, and if you have a memory like that in your Catholic faith in your journey, come on, call in and make a donation. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Rachel. How are we doing now? We are doing great. Let me read off our donors for this hour one last time. Hey, you can still call in and get on this list before I finish reading it out. So call in 470-508-1160. Right now, we've got Amy E. from Dunwoody, Kathy C. in honor of Proclaim My Word, Betty Ann A. from Johns Creek, Ben G. from Peachtree City, Carol T. from Atlanta, Robin L. from Marietta, um, our monthly donor, Vicki D. from Roswell, Bernie B. from Savannah, and our anonymous donor who just called in at the end. Come on. Hey, we want to hear more calls, but you know what? We've got to go into break. So, Deal, would you close us out in a prayer? I sure will. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Lord, mm-hmm. we, we ask your blessing on all who spread your word. We ask your blessing on all who have the courage to stand up and be counted to be witnesses, not just in what they say, but what in they do, how they live their lives. We ask you for the courage to do that. We ask you for the hope that can impel the courage, that can drive us toward the future, have us live in a way where we know that God's goodness and blessing lies in the future. We pray, we affirm that, we embrace that, we embrace you, O Lord, and we ask you to hear our prayer, to accept our thanks. We ask all of this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us. Amen. Father, Son, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, we will be right back. Stay tuned for more of our Seek His Kingdom Pledge Drive. 